What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's the Steward Zone. I am your host, Felicia. So today is Friday, January 26th. And in today's episode, let's talk about the NBA All-Star selection, the teams, and uh, we'll talk about some OKC Thunder and the big win last night and a big game for Russ and Charles Barkley's comments and some NFL. So let's jump right into it. The starters for Team LeBron will be DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and of course LeBron James. The reserves for Team LeBron will be LaMarcus Aldrich, Bradley Bill, Kevin Love, Victor Lodipo, Kristaps Porzingis, John Wall, and Russell Westbrook. For Team Steph, we have the starters are Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, and James Harden. The reserves for Team Steph will be Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Klay Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. The NBA should have aired this draft, but since they didn't, I just I still feel like LeBron James has the better squad of the two. He's got some of the top players in the league, a lot of the great bigs, and uh, Steph Curry's got a lot of sh- good shooters on his team, but if you can't get to the paint, yeah, I'm going with Team LeBron on this one. Should be a fun game. LeBron has Kyrie on his team. He's teaming up with Kevin Durant. Um, should be a good game and a lot of fun to watch. I want to see all the dunks and stuff in the game, but I also want to watch a good game. So hopefully they start playing defense a little earlier this season. I don't want to see a 190-some point game like before. Are you guys Team LeBron or Team Steph? Carl in, let me know. Let's keep it going with the All-Star game. I got to say that some of the selections this year for the All-Star I think there were quite a few snubs this year, and a lot of players didn't deserve to be on this squad. I still don't believe that Draymond Green is an NBA All-Star. I don't think Al Horford is having a year good enough to be an All-Star. And uh, a few other players that I would not put on there, and I think the players that did get left out this year were Lou Williams. I think Paul George should have been an All-Star this year. I would also say Chris Paul and Andre Drummond. Definitely both of those should have made the All-Star teams this year, having great seasons. And I get it, not everyone can make the All-Star team. But with them changing the process and letting players vote for their players anyways, why not just make it the best 24 players in the league, not not East and West? Because sometimes the East is not as good as the West, and some of those players in the West get left out. And I also think, too, that if we're not doing – the NBA has really gone away from bigs in the game, so you really don't need that many. And I know it's guard-driven – uh, league so why not let there be more players that are guards or small forwards because every player now can pretty much play every position and especially when this game it's not a real game anyways they're not playing that hard anyway so I would change it that way there's got to be some kind of changes that the NBA has got to make to make this process better and uh so the fans are happy with what's going on and the right players get into these games we don't want to just see any and everybody. Draymond Green, for definitely to me, is not an NBA All-Star. He's on a great team. I get it. And no team has should be able to have four players in the All-Star game anyways. It should be two. If you got more than four, two All-Stars on your team, it shouldn't be able to be happening anyways. That's just my rant on it. So someone else may disagree, but he's definitely one that I think is has never been an all-star. He's good for his team, but he's not an all-star. There's a difference between a good player and an all-star caliber player who's having an all-star caliber season. I would love to get your guys' feedback on this topic because I just it's got to be a better way for the league to do this. So call in, let me know what you think. All right, people, I got more NBA news for you. Last night, the Thunder took down the Washington Wizards 121-112. to 
Westbrook had a great game last night. He ended with 46 points. He had six rebounds and six assists. The Thunder had 16 total steals last night. Uh, Paul George added 18 points, and Carmelo Anthony had 13 points with eight rebounds. I would like to say that this Thunder team's defense has been one of the top-ranked defenses all season long. The guys seem to all be buying into their role in the team. And it's great to see Carmelo Anthony Duncan. I see young Melo is uh, on the rise right now. He's been dunking lately in the games. He's been throwing it up and making Melo go get it. So it's been nice to see that. Paul George and Russ seem to be clicking lately too. I think they found a rhythm with each other and uh, they look really good together. They focus a lot on their defense and their defense has been ranked one of the top uh, defenses in the league this season. So that's always good. And uh, it's nice to see the offense starting to flow better and them moving the ball a lot more. I like when they get um, Melo in a, a catch-and-shoot situation because when he's hot, he's hot, so that's always good. And I like Russ and uh, PG um, getting into the paint and doing what they do. And a big part of the success of the Thunder is Steven Adams. He's definitely a monster in the middle. He's getting offensive rebounds, getting defensive rebounds. He's just everywhere under the glass, and he's a, he's an awesome player to watch. And another important piece to the Thunder's success is Andre Roberson. He's not known for his offense, but defensively, he's one of the top defensive shooting guards in the league. So, got to give respect to the guy for that. When he's out, you can note you definitely notice when he's out because they were on a losing streak without him. He's back. We're six game winning streak right now. So, hopefully, we can continue this success. When all five starters are part of the game, I think the Thunder are 13 or 14 and 0 right now. So, that's a great news and success for the team. Next up, let's talk about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley last night said that he does not believe in the Thunder and he still has reservations about the team and they are not on the same league as the Warriors or the Rockets and they're not better than the Timberwolves or the Spurs. I disagree with Barkley and the Thunder have beaten the Warriors once and they've beaten Houston. They've beat the Spurs. The Timberwolves, they have not beat yet. When the playoffs start, it's about defense. And this team has players also that can go and get you a basket whenever it's needed. You can post up Melo. You can give the ball to Paul George to go into the paint. Russ Brook can get a basket whenever he wants. So it's not going to be about that. It's really going to be mainly about defense. And this team defensively is one of the top-ranked teams in the league. So with that, I still you got to give them some kind of credit, and you got to say that they will be not just be a team that's just going to get run out of the playoffs. I will say the only thing that worries me about this OKC Thunder team is the bench. I like Raymond Felton, and I love what the energy he brings to the team. It's not that, but I feel like we need an actual another big so when Adams is out. I don't know. Do you guys agree with that? Let me know what you think on that one. I also like Patrick Patterson on the bench. I think his defense is great, and I think that his shot is starting to fall. I think he's getting more comfortable in this system that the Thunder run. I like the young guys of uh, Terrence Ferguson and uh, Josh Houston. And Houston, I'm sorry. I, I think I seen last night. I could see in the game that the older guys like Melo and PG and Russ try to get those guys involved because they know that they will need these guys come playoff time. So, uh, yeah, I just think that the bench needs to needs one more key piece or something to hold off. I really just think they need a big or maybe even another person that can just go and get a basket. I also can't forget about Jamie Grant, who has been having a really good season this year. Only downfall of Grant is I just don't think he's the best shooter because they sometimes they pick and pop and hit it out to him in the three-point, and I just don't think he's a three-point shooter. But in that post, he's dominant. He's a great dunker. And uh, side note, he's also the nephew of uh, Horace Grant. I think his father played in the NBA also. But uh, 
yeah, I think this is a great Thunder team. I just think they're missing one little piece. But come playoff time, this will be a team that's tough to beat. I disagree with Charles uh, definitely 100% on this fact. So uh, we'll see come playoff time. And Charles Barkley also said before the season started or a couple months back that the Chris Paul and James Harden would not work, and we see how that's working out for them right now. So I don't take too much talking to what Barkley said about the Thunder. All right, in NFL news, we found out yesterday that Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE, has decided to bring back his XFL Football League, and this time he plans to do it without gimmicks. I'm excited that they're not doing gimmicks this year, but that's, that was the reason I didn't watch it back in the day because I'm all about just put your name on the back of your jersey, no fancy names, none of that stupid stuff, and uh, just play football. And if it's based on that, I think people will watch it because there is a market for it right now because a lot of fans are not happy with the NFL at this moment. This league will start in, I think, 2020, and it will start in January. They will start with eight teams and then uh, 40 players per team. So we'll see how Vince McMahon and the XFL can do this time around. Also, Johnny Manziel has already tweeted out that he would be available for an XFL team if given the opportunity. If they can get some decent names and some players that actually can just play football, I think they might have an opportunity to cut into the NFL's market. They've got two years to try to get this thing right, so we'll see what they do. In NFL news, my Detroit Lions have still not made a decision on their head coach, but I'm pretty sure the Lions will go with Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator of the New England Patriots. I just hope the Lions can get things rolling and get in the playoffs and start doing some things. It was exciting to see Jacksonville get as far as they did. That's a team that hasn't been anywhere lately. So that was a good thing to see, and hopefully we can do the same thing. So next week we have the Super Bowl. Who you got, the Philadelphia Eagles or the New England Patriots? Call in and let me know.